No, 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 güey, güey, güey. Fuck it. Hello and welcome to the Checkout Podcast, where we talk media in the forms of discussions or reviews. Today, uh, as always, I'm your host, Dragging Tamar Shoes. I'm joined by my lovely, wait, 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 Punisher meme co-host, uh, Mr. Zenny F underscore, aka Connor O'Shea. Oh yeah, I'm back. Because it's our annual big, big one. <coughs> I mean, it's, it's the one that I brought you back for when you took your break last year. And whoa, 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 you can't talk about that on YouTube. I know it's a big one, but come on. But your tiny penis, I know it's really, it's, it's, oh, really, it's no. a really big deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real big deal that tiny ass micro <laughs> but yes obviously as we said last week we were going to do it it is our annual voting for the game awards since they put the nominees out and uh yeah i'm gonna get straight into this obviously i'm gonna my screen will go blank very momentarily because i'm just switching to little cams little cam ding 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 little cameras we're in the we're in the top right hand corner Right, better make sure I'm actually on the right screen when I'm trying to do the voting, <coughs> because it's going to be very confusing if I'm not. Anyway, so yes, we're going to do, there's 31 categories as usual, and we're going to bash through these backwards since we want to build up to the game of the year. Um, and obviously, we have, a, we have a talk about, if there's categories where we can actually talk about them, then we will. If there's not, then we're just like trying to brush over them. Like, for example, we're not going to know anything about the best esports events really. I yeah, no, I know one out of all these. Well, I know I know three of them, but only one that I've actually probably watched. So. Which one's that? <clears throat> Evo, which is obviously like fighting championship stuff. So that's the only one I've seen stuff from. Okay, so okay, so we've got the 2023 League of Legends. We've got Plus.TV Paris Majors 2023, Evo 2023, no the International Dota 2 <laughs> Championship 2023, and the Valorant Championship 2023. Uh, so obviously League of Legends is, I know what that is Blast TV I'm guessing is CSGO Dota 2 I know Valorant is CSGO literally the only one I'm going to vote for is Evo oh I my god I'm losing my voice I think there is uh, <clears throat> there is a category for best esports I think it does t- uh, you can t- know this one the, the uh, with the yellow and like, the fluorescent looking t-shirts oh yeah I think they use that picture for one of them and it does tell you <clears throat> what it is Oh, okay. Right, I'm going to vote Evo anyway. That's Evo. my... Um, we should just go random on this one, don't we, usually? So I have no fucking clue. I don't follow esports. Um, I'm, I'm, I, we usually just go off the pitches, don't we? Whatever, whatever cracks us up the most. <laughs> um, I mean, look, the guy in number four looks pretty hilarious. Yeah, I was, think, I was thinking that too. <laughs> But then again, the, the one, the Valorant one, that there's the, you see the guy at the back is just like he's saying, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> They've all, all got the trophy in there, like, whoa, and he's just like, I can't get my hands on it, but yeah! yeah. Um, uh, between those two, because I was... Um, uh, I don't know, really. Um... Fucking look at the guy going, yeah! Wahoo! <laughs> oh. Because I think because it was on the last fucking page. Oh, it, it comes up, yeah. It came up with a thing being like. Back, well, didn't you? I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. I was like, uh oh. Okay, so that's that one. So if we go back now, we've got best esports coach. Uh, okay, so we've got Christine Potter Chi. 
It's the f- I don't remember. I think it's the first time there's been a female coach, isn't it? It's usually fucking all blokes. Yes, usually. I don't remember the last two. I mean, on, on the list, I don't think I've ever seen a female Yeah, coach. I, say, I don't think I have either. So anyway, so obviously she's there for Valorant. Uh, Danny Zonic, Sorensen for Counter-Strike. Uh, Jordan Gunbag Graham for Overwatch. Remy XZQZZZ Graniem for Counter-Strike. And Yoon Home Sung Young. I was going to read that as homie for a second for League I'm of sure, Legends. Uh, last year for this, we just voted for the most best-dressed guy, which was the Asian the dude. The smartest-dressed Asian guy. The most best-dressed dude again, the Asian dude. But, I mean, I'm going to vote for the one that's holding the trophy because that probably will win. Oh, uh, the Peter one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but for all we know, I was going to say, I feel like this bald, the bald fella, I don't, think he, I don't know if he won at all because he looks very depressed. <laughs> Um, um, XTQ. What's his name? I'm gonna go with Zonk. Zonic. Zonic. Sorry. Big Zonic. Looks Russian. I don't think he is Russian, but he looks Russian. Big Zonic. Oh, I was I was right. Uh, when you got to the previous category. Oh, hang on. That, I'm pretty sure in the back of the photo for the uh, ones with the yellow t-shirt on, Zonic's there celebrating, so maybe he was the coach of the ones who won that. Maybe. That makes sense. Maybe. Anyway, uh, best esports team. Yeah, so you so I mean, like, the yellow ones. Can't yeah. Strike. Uh, so, obviously, we've got Evil Geniuses, Valorant, which is obviously the like, obviously that female uh, coach was the coach of. Oh, they got, I forgot they got the team is sponsored by Wolves, football team. Fnatic for Valorant, Gaming Gladiators, Dota 2, JD Gaming, League of Legends, and Team Vitality, Counter-Strike. I mean, they're well, all... The, uh, the fucking one I voted for last, I'll go for the Valorant one. Obviously, if I stick with the... Obviously, I know I voted the last category, one of the more funnier-looking images. Uh, <laughs> I'll obviously have to go for the Counter-Strike one, since the coach of the Counter-Strike one. Yeah, yeah. Um... I mean, I could always go back and change the last one if I wanted to, but we'll see. <laughs> okay, so best esports athlete. Fuck, we're almost out of this. Uh, so we've got Lee yeah. Faker Sang for League of Legends, Matthew Zawu, Herboot for CSGO, Max Demo, Demon One. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna call out the fucking titles of the, these. I'm not gonna fucking. Some of these names have started to get to me. Uh, I haven't long woken up, so. I'm not good at reading when I've just woken up. Okay, so we've got League of Legends, CSGO, Valorant, Call of Duty, League of Legends, and Apex Legends. Uh, I don't know any of these. I was so. going by the first names. Lee. Oh, fuck's sake. Is that, Math- is that like a spelling of Matthew or Matthew or something like that? Matthew. I think it is Matthew. It's Matthew, in it? Max, Paco, Mark. Park, sorry, not Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I've got too many Marks on my mind. <laughs> Um, Philip. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Um, I feel like again. I, I mean, if I'm sticking with the same yeah, theme, it'd be the, the CS:GO guy. I don't know anyone on this list, so I'm just gonna go for the Valorant dude sticking with the. I think just had the guy sticking his two fingers up. <laughs> oh, I'm not did see that. God damn it! That's different uh, <laughs> messages in our uh, country. That means. <laughs> 
oh fuck it's you know when you drive in and there's someone cuts you <laughs> off oh fuck you and then that <laughs> band starts chasing after you and uh, oh, your dad's no. there going oh what did you do that for <laughs> oh no i didn't do that <laughs> no no wait 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 no 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 wait 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 wait, wait. right okay best esports game so we've got Counter Strike 2, Dota 2, League of Legends, PUBG, and Valorant. Um, I don't think PUBG is going to do anything. Nah, personally, I'd, I'd vote for Counter Strike, but I feel like League always pretty much takes this category. So, if you, I'm guessing you're going to League, then I'll stick with the Counter Strike. No, I'll go, I'll go Counter Strike. Oh, you're going Counter Strike? I was going to stick with the Counter Strike theme. That's what I want to win. I'm voting for stuff that I want to win, so rather than like what I think will win, I guess. I mean, you can, I think you can kind of say what you think is going to win at the same time as voting. Yeah, League's like the biggest esports of all time. So, I mean, it's going to be hard not to win. Who won it last year? League of Legends, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's the only one where I actually know people on the next one. Oh, yeah, actually, you're on the next one already. I haven't voted yeah. yet. I always want to see who won last year, so I can uh, see who won last year. Game of the year. 2022 best esports uh, game. Valorant won last year. Valorant won. Was it the first year? Is it the awards? Well, last year. Yeah. Uh, no, the year before. Really second, yeah. 2021, it was League of Legends. <laughs> Uh, trying to see if I can fucking find the year before. Well, it's gonna it's gonna be one of the Riot games, either League of Legends or Valorant. Right. Okay. Let's look, yes. let's look at the year before. See what happens. Uh, best esports League of Legends winning twenty twenty. I think League picks it up most years. To be fair. And then last but not least, 2019, it was League as well. So, I mean, I've not I've not played any of these fucking games. Uh, but if, it's, if, if I'm sticking with a theme, it'd be a Counter-Strike 2, just because it's the theme, and out of all of them, it's the only one that I actually kind of... No. I own, I own, uh, yeah, because obviously I, I own the source, Counter Strike source for obviously Gmod. So fuck it, it's going to be League of Legends more than likely, unless it's a shock again. Because I say Valorant run last year, but League uh, took League, yeah. so not first win in a while. Right anyway, content creator of the year again. I don't know fucking any of these people. There was p- people that I don't fucking I know. know. Five. I know you said Iron Mouse. You know that one. Uh, yeah, I thought I'd be my pick this year. People make games. Pacate, Spreen, and Cipher. Cipher. Crackety's French, I believe, but he plays like, I think he plays like Valorant and whatnot. And then Cipher's like Fortnite dude, so that's the only ones I know. This this Spreen picture looks like, like someone's took a picture like the 80s and 90s. It's like, (laughs) no, it's really old type uh, post photos. No, I'm on about. Beastie Boy style. Yeah, that type of picture. Uh, I know which Craig would vote for. <laughs> I might IMS. IMS for my favourite one out of all of them. Um, 
Again, I don't know. I'm going for the. I'm going for the one you said, the Quackity one with the. I mean, the glasses are pretty cool. Pretty sure he's French. Pretty sure Quackity's French. Right. Anyway, now right. onto the actual fucking stuff we want. The stuff we most know. Yeah, most anticipated games. We have got Final Fantasy, Hades, Like a Dr- Dragon, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken Eight. I've got two on this list, which I'm I'm looking forward to, but I don't know what I'm looking forward to more. Currently. I've got one because Final Fantasy. I've never played any of them. Is that which Final Fantasy is this one? It's the remake of Eight, I believe. VII is Eight, I think. Hang on. No, Seven. Final Fantasy Seven. Sorry. Yeah, so no played any Final Fantasy. So I have a clue. Hades Two. No played Hades One. So. You know, like a dragon. Don't know what the fuck that is. Seeku's a spin-off. Uh, and Tekken 8, yeah, I played the last Tekken. But, you know, I only brought that because fucking we did it for the fucking the little games, we, nights we used to have. So for me, it's going to be Star Wars Outlaws. A, it's IP, yeah. I know. And B, it's a Ubisoft game, and he's into playing Ubisoft games. If I had a PlayStation, Final Fantasy would probably be my pick. Uh, but I don't, so... I, uh, well, I reckon that'll win. Personally, I think that I think that will more likely win. I, I I honestly think Hades will pick it up. Hades was massive. Hades won like stuff when it first came out last year. Was it last year? Come out or the year before? It won. It won quite a few categories last year. Uh, year before, I think it might have been. I'm gonna give it to Hades. My other choice would have been like games that I'm actually want to kind of want to play is like a dragon because it actually looks pretty good i mean i've literally just started downloading the yakuza series to play so so for me uh, the only one i really look at and go yeah that's one i'll play in a pick up and playing would be star wars i played the beta for tekken and i just didn't like it at all i've never been into tekken games i hate the combat style so right here we go weird. best ant- best adaption <laughs> so we've got castlevania nocturne gran turismo last of us super mario bros and twisted metal Obviously, I said to you, I was reading like a whole like fucking like fan page. Obviously, on about the Last of Us, saying it's an easy win, and if it's going off the critics, which this awards do, I think it is an easy win for it. Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched a single one. If, of if you're looking so. at if you're looking at critical based on any website in terms of how it is, Last of Us is the highest. Then it's Castlevania. Uh, then it's Twisted Metal, I believe. Then it's Mario. Then it's Gran Turismo. Because uh, I haven't watched any of these, I'm going to go for what I would watch. And- Next out of all of them, I'll probably just go Mario because I haven't watched it yet, and it's probably the one thing I'd actually go and watch. <laughs> well, I'm going for the last. Obviously, I've spoken about Last of Us and Mario on two different different podcasts, which will be in the description below, and I'll give de- really good reviews on both of them. Um, but I'm going to give it to Last of Us. It's just the one that was probably the most faithful. Yeah, it changed a few things, but it's it was very much like playing the game. Whereas Mario, it was more of a fan service type film, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's one that they chucked in reference after reference after reference just to get obviously fans who know the obviously for kids they'd see the animation be like oh it's cool it's cool but for people who've actually played Mario over the years they'd be going I recognise what that reference is too I recognise what that's yeah. oh that's that's a really well placed reference so that's what that was obviously Castlevania Nocturne that would probably be my second choice if I'm going to be honest on here uh, because I love the first Castlevania uh, obviously story the series 1 to 4 I think it was and I really enjoyed uh, Nocturne. It was a really decent follow-up. I've not seen Gran Turismo, so I couldn't give you a word about that. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that. And it would be tight between Mario and Twisted Metal, because I did really enjoy the Twisted Metal 
again, I've never played Twisted Metal, but I had a lot of fun. Wa- I had a lot of fun watching it. Obviously, me and Hayden binge watched it and fucking enjoyed it. It was so it was really fun. Um, and fucking Will Arnett as the voice of fucking Sweet Tooth was spot on. It is was I love Will Arnett. But yeah, if I got to pick one, it'd be Last of Us because I the game is like one of my favorite games out there. It's like in my top. Yeah, five. It makes sense. It's in one of my top five games of all time. And as I said, the adaption was just fucking spot on. Uh, that and I gotta give it to Papa Pedro. Papa Pedro He's probably deserves the, the probably award. The most obvious choice there. But as we said at work, this is the case of uh, who's who's gonna suck the Game Awards host, uh, critics off the most: Naughty Dogs or Nintendo? True, <laughs> sure, they're, they're both. Uh, the battle of who? The battle of who can air first? Who's <laughs> <laughs> better than Henry Hoover? <laughs> right. Okay. Best multiplayer. So we've got Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo uh, 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter 6, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. So, obviously... No, I think this is easy for me to vote for. Is it Baldur's Gate, probably? No. I don't think Baldur's Gate's got a good multiplayer. You, I think it's... Party if, Animals. If, if, so party Animals are taking. Party, party Animals, are, I've put it down. I, I think it's a simple multiplayer, join lobby, go straight in. Whereas Baldur's Gate 3 is an amazing game. But I think the multiplayer is not the strongest point in it. I think it it does like like when we play together. You can't if someone goes forward, you kind of have to progress with them. And then obviously when it first launched, we had that problem where or everyone had the problem where it's like oh you that character kind of stuck in your party slash world now. Yeah, I'd, I'd put party animals. Diablo's got fucking crap connection. The only other one that might come close. Mario. I mean. Maybe. Mario would probably come close, but uh, Street Fighter actually had really good net coding for the for a fighting game, which is pretty good. But I go play animals. Actually, I enjoy play animals. Well, I've not played Mario. I'm gonna play it over Christmas. Uh, yeah, so I'm, gonna I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Street Fighter Six haven't played. Um, I, I think the only time I ever played Street Fighter was for you at the arcade. Yeah. Uh, party animals. I've seen people play. It does look a lot of fun. I will say that Diablo Four. Obviously, I know a lot of bad stuff about it. But obviously, out of all of them that I played, obviously Baldur's Gate basically felt the most good to me because of the fact that it obviously it obviously essentially is an online D and D campaign, and you can work it like that with four players. So for me, I'd have to give it to that because that's the one I play. But as I say, I, I definitely think Pie Animals might just take it. But I'm gonna drop the vote on Baldur's Gate three. Dan Hayden's looking at me now. I feel like if I don't vote Baldur's Gate 3, I'm going to be dead before this uh, podcast's over. Like I say, I think it's just... Uh, obviously, Baldur's Gate 3 is amazing. I just don't think multiplayer was its strongest suit because it's not really built around multiplayer. It's built around single-player interactions. Like right. a lot of having, like, oh, you got a full party. You can't have these important, interesting story characters in there now. They're kind of locked out unless you mod the game to have extra character slots there. Right, okay, best sports slash racing game. So we've got esports, oh, FC twenty four, F one twenty three, Forza Motorsports, Hot Wheels Unleashed two, and the Crew Motor Fest. <laughs> For some reason, right, all 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 already as the best racing game. I was like, why is football in there? I was like, oh shit! So it, yeah, it's generally thinking. it may as well just be a best racing game category this year. But fucking uh, FIFA's the only non racing game. Well, so not FIFA. It's not FIFA anymore. Is it EA yeah, Sports? Yeah, I didn't even know the second Unleashed came out yet. I thought it was like coming I out. Said, like I, d- I didn't realize it came out yet. Yeah, I mean, I've I've only played two of these, uh, and I'd have to probably vote for Forza Motorsport. Formula One's pretty big in the racing scene, but it's very niche community. 
the crew was pretty big, but it the it's the Motorfest one. It just wasn't as good as the crew in general. So I'd give it fours Motorsport. Do we know how well FIFA did when it came out? I mean, so EA Sports did when it came out this year. The I mean, it, it always sells well, but I think review wise, it is really bad. Sweet, so have a chat. I mean, you could you you could, you could I remember you could make custom characters and you could make them like giants, so like you have normal players and these giants running around the pitch, man. Right, let's have a look on uh, Metacritic. I feel like it's going to be bad. EA Sports FC twenty four. Because this is the first one without FIFA yeah. as well, isn't it? Uh, actually, let's have a look at what's the, critic. Critically, seventy five on Metacritic. User score two point five. Jesus. Uh, I, I was going to look at one of the reviews to see what people said. First review, I can't fucking read because it's not even in English. <laughs> um, okay, second review. Uh, I only play online season. This game is total garbage. Gameplay is just like a team of three-year-olds playing soccer. All gather towards the board, dribbling like a dance. Passing system is broken. I'm going back to 23 and, and play on. Such a marvellous shame. And I can't read the third review because, again, it's in foreign. <laughs> That's the uh, PlayStation port of it, but the Xbox port. Xbox port is 78 critically. Still 2.5. Well, that might be too well, overall. It's, it's EA for you. When, when do they ever do anything crazy with EA Sports? I mean, the only thing they've ever done with FIFA and whatnot is just the ultimate team, and that came out in 2010. They've not really changed anything since then. F123 has an 82. Critic score and 6.2 user st- score. Jesus, I thought F1 was bigger than that, like, high rated than that. Forza Motor. Forza Motor's got a pretty low reviews, I feel like. Uh, it, that's 2017, Tom. Get the right fucking year. Uh, <laughs> it has 85 and 7.6. Is the highest. That's pretty decent, then. I didn't I think mean, you'd have a higher review just because it's like, oh, people would have took cars out of the original game. I mean, obviously, I fucking played FIFA back in the day. Obviously, I played it not long ago. It's the, the, the fucking old one. Obviously, they said it's the first without the license of being called FIFA. Yeah. It's basically uh, Pro Evolution Soccer without Pro Evolution Soccer in the name. Um, Obviously, F1, I played a couple of them back, in, back years ago. Forza Motorsports, I played the Forza with you, didn't we? Yeah, I played Horizon. Hot Wheels on these two, I played a, a bit of the first one. Not too much, but a bit. And the Crew Motorfest, I played a bit of the first Crew again. Not too much. Um, but if I was give it anything, that I'd, I'd probably think, like, if I look at that, I'd go, if anything, it's going to win. After And so in terms of visual look at it, I'm guessing Forza probably looks the best out of all of them. Yeah, Forza by far is probably visually the best. Because as I say, I know what we did the last one, obviously, was it last year or the year before we played it? I think it was last year. Because we did a recording on didn't we? So if I'd pick anything that I feel like would win it, and after looking at it, you'd more, I'd more like go, yeah, that's probably going to win it. I'd say Forza. So I'm going to go Forza as well. Nice. Right, okay. Best sim slash strategy. Advance Wars 1 and 2, Reboot Camp, City Skylines 2, Company Heroes 3, Fight Emblem Engage, and Pikmin 4. Never played any of them. I've played one, and that's City Skylines. I think I played City Skylines as well. But that's, that might have been it. But I think, I, again, I might have... Actually, no, I didn't play it. I think I watched someone play it. Uh, so I don't have a fucking clue with this one. I mean, there's two that I probably 
that they're pretty much guaranteed to put this up and that's Pitman 4 because it's been ages since they made a Pitman game and I know it didn't do amazing but it did pretty well and probably Fire Emblem because it's got such a hardcore fan base I thought you were going to say because it says Nintendo below it I mean I will go City Skylines though because it's the only one that I've played out of all of them so well I've got, I'll, I'll, I'll notch Nintendo off for this one because as I, I say it's, it's, it's I don't know I'll, I'll, I'll give you Nintendo a quick gobble <laughs> Okay, best family. So you got Disney Illusion Island, Party Animals, Pikmin 4, Sonic Superstars, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. What the hell is Disney Illusion Island? I don't know. I said that when I first like sort of glanced through the categories. Uh, I don't have a fucking clue what it is. Never heard of it. Uh, Oh, it's a a trick. I mean, obviously, Party Animals is on there, which was a decent sort of multiplayer game. But it's Mario. Tell me when Mario yeah, has well, one family. I think I'd pick Mario. I think this is probably the best family. I mean, I've seen, it's the I've only game, game I think I'd sit down and play with everyone. And so I've seen gameplay from it and it just look pretty fun. So yeah. I, f- I feel like it's it's always it's always Mario every year. So I feel like it's gonna win it. I mean, it Mario's built for a family based system. I mean, look at Mario yeah. Kart. It's built for a family based system. Um, so it's it, it's easy gonna be Mario. And I feel like if I played all of them, I probably would choose Mario as well because I do like a good Mario game. And I know this one's supposed to be really good. Um, okay, best fighting game. I played one of these. So we've got God of Rock, Mortal Kombat 1, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, Pocket Bravery, and Street Fighter 6. Uh, if, if you look at reviews, I reckon Street Fighter 6 would take it. Yeah, I, I, I would have picked Street Fighter 6 anyway just for the overall multiplayer experience and Mortal Kombat 1 not even coming out with cross-play and the fucking multiplayer being way worse than Mortal Kombat 11 was which is everyone's main complaint is how can they go back on the multiplayer obviously the, I think the single player stuff everyone was pretty impressed with but the multiplayer was everyone was like this is dreadful so I've only played Mortal Kombat so that's the one I go for because even though I've only played apparently when I've, I played a bit of it the other day I was playing the Omni Man uh, Omni Man for a bit and uh, I, I looked at my fucking uh Playtime afterwards, and I only played about twelve hours of it. I thought I played more than that, yeah. but yeah, I'll play good with that. So I've, I've played more of that than I have. Well, I've not played any of the games, so it'd have to be more combat one. But yeah, obviously talking about more combat, I fucking put this bad boy up the other day. Oh yeah, little scorpion. But I also have a little sub zero as well. I got, the, I got the whole set. Piao <laughs> piao. Put that back there. But yeah, as I say I've already played more combat, but. I reckon Street Fighter take it just because I know the fucking reviews for that are fucking really high. And, yeah, I know they're higher than Mortal Kombat, but you never know. We've we've seen stranger things at the Game Awards. Uh, okay, so we've got next. We've got Best RPG. I think this one's easy. So we've got Balls of Gate 3, Final Fantasy, Life of P, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. There's just... There's actually, there's three on this category. I could pick it up. Balls Gate, obviously, 100%. He's more than likely going to pick it up. Final Fantasy because you've got PlayStation fanboys who and reviewers who suck off anything Final Fantasy. And the surprising like release that did really well was Lies of P. I know it was really highly rated by people. So I don't know how it was critically because it's a soul style game and critics aren't very good at games, so <laughs> I'll probably go Baldur's Gate, obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, gonna go Baldur's Gate free because I it's anyone I've played and B it's the fact that it says for the best game design with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experience, which is Baldur's Gate 3, hands down. 
I mean, let's just cut off. I mean, Sea of Stars is obviously a pretty highly rated indie game, but I don't think it's going to pick it up. And Starfield does not deserve best RPG. I'm sorry. So it's, 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 it's easily going to be fucking balls get through. Stop talking about Baldur's Gate. It's not your video. This is ours. Go away. Stick a finger up at you. <laughs> right, okay, next category. Best action adventure. We've got Alan Wake 2, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'm guessing fucking Zelda probably put this up. The only one I've, I've played is Resident Evil Soft, so I'm going to pick I've, that. Obviously, then, I've played three of these. Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, and Jedi Survivor. I'm going to go with Spider-Man 2. Hands down for me. It's, I wouldn't. I would not have guessed that one. <laughs> see, out of all of them, if I was to put them in an order, it'd be Spider-Man Two, Resident Evil Four, then Jedi Survivor. But as I say I reckon like, wouldn't surprise me. If fucking Tears of the Kingdom isn't winning. Wouldn't surprise me. Then again, Alan Wake Two could fucking come out nowhere with it. It's true. Because I know obviously it's like got one of the most nominees. Alongside Baldur's Gate, a bit like last year when we had God of War and Elden Ring being quite highly uh, nominated. But yeah, I just think for me, Spider-Man is in terms of best action adventure game combining combat traversal and puzzle solving. That's what Spider-Man Two had. I know Alan Wake Two kind of has that as well. But then again, that's the whole fucking thing with Zelda, isn't it? Fucking puzzle solving. Yeah. So I reckon, I reckon for me, I reckon Zelda's gonna win, but I want Spider-Man Two to win. I feel sorry for it because like it went out into twenty. And it got a war coming. Was it 2017, 2018? The first God 20... of War? Was it that? I thought it was earlier than I thought it was 2016, but I always get it wrong. But I mean, it, it, obviously, the first game came out the same year as that on Red Dead 2, and obviously, it did nothing at the Game Awards. And I was like, that's a shame because any other year, it probably would pick it up. And I feel like it's the same this year, especially with the fact that obviously got Zelda and obviously Baldur's Gate 3, and now Alan Wake 2 fucking getting all the, obviously, the most very highly nominated. I think any other year it'd probably pick up quite a few awards, but I got a feeling it's going to be fucking dick to every single fucking possible uh, corner. I mean, let's be real, the worst release timing for a game ever has to be both of the Horizon games. They come out the worst times. <laughs> then yeah, they we... come out with like big titles around them and they just uh, didn't sell. Obviously the, the one that came out last year with obviously Elden Ring and God of War being out. And then the first one came out in. <laughs> Might have been, yeah. I think actually yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Because I think we had this discussion That's recently. Possible. Holy shit. So I feel like, again, I'd say <laughs> I want Spider-Man 2 to win this category, but I feel like Zelda probably pick it up. Anyway, best action game. So we've got Armour <laughs> Core, Dead Island 2, Ghost Runner 2, Hi-Fi Rush, and Remnant 2. I've only played Hi-Fi Rush, Hi-Fi Rush so I'm going to give it to that. The, I, reckon I, Ar- I reckon Armour Core might win it, because I know you said that's quite a popular game. I mean, I've, the only one I've played is Hi-Fi Rush, but I, I kind of want Remnant to win, so I'll pick Remnant. That should look good. But yeah, I'd say, I've, I'm surprised Dead Island 2 is up there. I didn't think it was that highly rated. Yeah, I don't think it is mega highly rated, but I think it's just one of the games that everyone was kind of waiting for, and then you just come out and was like, eh. Did, Development did, 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 did the run out of uh, action games to put in the category? <laughs> There's got to be more action games in there. I mean, Spider-Man could have been put in this. I'm guessing it's because it's focused primarily on... If you read that, for the best game in the action genre, it's primarily on combat. So obviously, it's 
I'm guessing Spider-Man is very focused on I'm combat. I'm guessing because then. there's fucking puzzles and stuff. That's why. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how they pick categories sometimes. If you're going to go about this, Ghost Runner is literally parkour. Most of it's running. I don't know how to pick half this stuff, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. No, yeah. So, yeah. So, you're going Remnant, I'm going Hi Fi. Okay. Uh, next page. Best VR slash AR. So, I've got Grand Turismo <laughs> 7, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Humanity, Resident Evil Village VR, and Synapse. Didn't Resident Evil 4 VR win last year? Can't remember, but probably. I feel like a, I think people probably go on this and just vote. Even if the one game is better than the rest, they just vote for the name on this one. So probably Resident Evil again. So I've not, I've not seen anything to Gran Turismo 7 VR AR. I've not seen anything. To, I don't know what the fuck humanity is. Not heard of Synapse. The only two on there is actually Horizon and Resident Evil Village. Obviously, I've seen yeah. bits of Resident Evil Village VR because obviously the trailer isn't it, and I've seen bits of the Call of the Mountain for Horizon. Um, you're going Village, are you? Yeah, it's probably the only one that I'll I'm, go. I'll, I'll go Call of the Mountain, then if we we'll go opposites on this one, I'll go Horizon. Can we just skip this category? What best mobile game? Yeah. So Final Fantasy, Hello Kitty Island Adventure. All I can. All I can think of is fucking butters in uh, the World of Warcraft. Yeah, That's <laughs> all I can think of. Go download a World of Warcraft. <laughs> it's funny he comes back as the fucking dwarf like Cartman. Hey yeah. fellas! Butters, you can't be a dwarf. I'm going to go play Hello Kitty Island Adventure instead. Um, I don't know how any well these any of these games did. Well, the only one that there's like two on here that are like huge, and obviously that's Final Fantasy and that Honkai Star Rail just gets made by the people who make Genshin Impact, so uh, probably going to be Honkai Star Rail. So the only ones that the only game I, I, I Monster Hunter now, what the fuck's Monster? It's is just that... basically a Pokemon Go. Is that the Pokemon one? Go one? Yes, I thought it was. What the fuck's Terranium? Got... Never heard of it. I don't know what it is. What's so your reckon... either Final Fantasy or the get? Is it... it's kind of... It's got to be... I mean, most people probably haven't even played the Fun Fantasy one. They just go for the name. But Honko Star Rail's got so many weebs who play. I mean, look at fucking Genshin Impact. That picked up so many categories when that's it. whenever that's in a category. No one picks it up. Fuck it. Let's, 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 let's go with that one. <laughs> it's a weeb game, isn't it? So, let's go with that one. Way. It's more likely going to win. If you say it's by the same people make Genshin, I mean, Genshin, as you say, fucking always somehow fucking finds a way. Okay, best debut indie game. Not heard of any of these. Okay, Cocoon, Dredge, Peter Terror, Vember, and Viewfinder. It's funny because when I was watching, obviously, the nominee reveal for this, and it, it came up with obviously Cocoon's in a few categories, I noticed. And it, came up with, it said Cocoon. And my mum goes, Oh, that's that film about Police Academy, isn't it? I'm like, <laughs> no, that's the wrong fucking Cocoon, mother. That's the fucking uh, the film. <laughs> it's a game. She goes, Oh. And when it's a game award, she goes, Oh. <laughs> I know four out of the five here, but I've only, I've not played any of them. I don't know what the fuck any of them are. Cocoon's puzzle game. Yep. Dredge is like a fishing game. You go out and you go fish stuff. Pete's Towers platformer. Uh, I don't know what that Vember is. And Viewfinder, I'm pretty sure you've got to see gameplay. It's like when you get like the pictures and stuff, and then you build, you like make a platform out of like the photo. No, I have not. Uh, you, if I've ever seen gameplay, you'd be like, oh, kind of, I have seen that somewhere. It's, it was one of the things that kind of blew up for a short amount of time. So if I'm looking at images, Cocoon looks like an interesting looking one. Cocoon did really well with critics and uh, obviously player base, but I know Dredge, I think, 
edge the players. I'm not sure well, how for, critically for, they are. For, for lol reasons, I can't want to go Pizza Tower. <laughs> Pizza Tower actually did pretty well. It's it's just like a platformer. But I feel I'm, I'm going to go Cocoon because obviously when, when they all got... Obviously, I'm looking at these images here. I'm just looking at that. That one looks like the most mysterious one to me. I'm like, ooh. That, and I just want to go through the fact my mum literally got mixed up with that in the film. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Best independent game. Okay, so wait, I think this is the first category I saw it pop up in. Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. Uh, I know Dave the Diver is because I saw like an image of it before. For <laughs> um, outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. Um, I'll probably stick with the same what I did with the last one. I've only played one, so I'll just go for that one. I've only played Sea of Stars, so... I'll probably stick, I think with, I'll probably stick with the the same theme, so Cocoon again. I said, the only one I really actually have heard of before this was Dave the Diver. Because I saw some pop up on Steam, I was like, what the fuck is this? I just read the name, I was like, what the hell? And I clicked it, and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Dave the Diver. Uh, okay, best community support. Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077. Destiny 2, Final Fantasy, No Man's Sky. Uh... Oh, see, this is a this is a hard category. I feel like I feel like yeah, Baldur's Gate three is the most probably the biggest one on here this year. But Cyberpunk's had the overall massive updates. Obviously, with the, it was this year it came out with like two point oh whatever, didn't it? Destiny can piss off. Uh, no Man's Sky's always got like updates, but it's never like crazy. And Final Fantasy Online's obviously always getting updates. It's, an it's, not, it's not Final Fantasy Online though. What XIV? It's not online, is it? Final Fantasy Online. Wouldn't you say Final Fantasy Online if it was? Uh... No, XIV's online. Yeah, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Online. Uh, it's just called Final Fantasy XIV. It's actually numbered, but obviously it's technically the online game. Why don't you just call it Final Fantasy Online then? Because Final Fantasy XIV online. I don't know. They just decided to do it. Uh, obviously, I, pl- I played No Man's Sky. I played Cyberpunk. I played Balls Girlfriend. Pretty soon I gave it to No Man's Sky last year just because of the fact that... Actually, no. I think ongoing game I might give it to No Man's Sky before, but I'm going to give it to Balls Go Freak again. She's going to fucking kill me if I don't. But I feel like it's, it is a no, toss-up with that. Cyberpunk. I was going to say, it is a toss-up between that and Cyberpunk 2077. I don't, I don't, I, obviously, Baldur's Gate 3 hasn't added like crazy stuff in with patches. It's just obviously just the bugs and stuff. Whereas, obviously, the patches in Cyberpunk were like game changing. Like, I mean, technically changed- speaking, would you count the fucking the launch itself? Obviously, would you count Baldur's Gate 3 over the course of its lifespan, though? But what's it done since it's been released? That's been no, I mean, just that, if you think about the, the release. Oh, no. I think it used to, if, if it'd be like after full release. I don't think you can have some like early access to release. Uh, oh well, that's the only one I've actually sat through and played all the way to the end. But I feel like, like I say, Cyberpunk 2077 is a big shape for the fact that there is some big updates recently. But it has kind of fucked a lot of people over by being forcefully on an SSD now. Yeah, I guess so, but it must be playing SSD now anyway, I don't know, so... Yeah, best ongoing, so got Apex Legends, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. I'm surprised, usually fucking No Man's Sky's up here, I'm guessing fucking Cyberpunk's took its slot. Yeah, oh, this is this is another hard category, I guess. Apex, I'll get rid of that, I could care. Yeah, that could fuck off. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. 
Cyberpunk, obviously, had big big ones this year. Final Fantasy Online always has a big community. Fortnite's constantly gaining more players somehow, and Genshin Impact has all the weebs. I said, all of them obviously have only played Cyberpunk, so. Best on Gong or Final Fantasy, but I feel like Genshin will pick it up because so many people will go, oh my god, Far Fury, he's got to be the best one. Um. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll go Cyberpunk on this one because there's anyone I've actually played, even if I've only played about an hour of it. But I, I agree with you, it might more than likely get something like Genshin. That's a question here. Who won it last year? It might have been Final Fantasy, though, if I'm thinking about it, because obviously I know we had this discussion before, and I'm pretty certain each time we always just go the opposite. Uh, <laughs> game Awards Best Ongoing 2022. Final Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, no surprise. 2021. Final Fantasy. 2020, No Man's Sky. 2019 was Fortnite. The Fortnite hasn't won since 2019. Uh, but Final Fantasy's won the last two years in a row. But that's the thing you're saying here. Obviously, obviously Cyberpunk's never really been in this category, I don't think. So that's an interesting that's addition, fun. especially for the fact of how it's been fixed. So that's an interesting one. We'll see. We'll see on that one. Um, okay, so be- games for impact. Uh, Space for the Unbound, Chance of Sonar, Goodbye Volcano High, Tachia, Terra Neil, and Vemba. Uh, never heard of any of them, apart from the ones we've already mm. spoke about recently. <laughs> um, I'm going off pictures. Uh, actually, tell you, I think I've heard of the Volcano High one, thanks to fucking like, just randomly popping up on Steam. Or fucking epic. All, all these, if we like love stories or family and it's probably just yeah i don't know that looks kind of interesting is the second one a chance of scenario i don't know what the hell it is but it's the only bit that looks interesting the rest look like generic boring ass things and so i'll go the one i've heard of which is the volcano high one that's all i've heard of name wise anyone that i'm like oh, okay i've actually heard that name before are you going for the scenario one yeah i don't know what the hell that is but it's anyone to vote for Right, okay, here's the big ones. Innovation accessibility. So we've got Diablo 4, Forza Motorsports, High Five Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, and Street Fighter 6. I don't know what games even did. What was it last year when we was like, oh, it did shit ton? Was it Last of Us? Uh, no, I remember we was like, that's got to win it because there's so much accessibility options in there. Like, it also almost plays the game for you. I think it, one of them was Last was of it, Us. Was it Forza? It possibly could have been Forza. I think for, it might have been Forza. I mean, this year it's going to be either, I imagine, Forza or Spider-Man. I, saying, I know I there's, there's a lot in Spider-Man. I know there's so much you can fucking do accessibility-wise. I know someone fucking fucked around that much in the settings and made it look like Spider-Man Noir, the game. And they actually used this Noir outfit and just played it as if it was black and white. That's cool. Um, I'll show Forza. I mean, it literally has to have accessibility options for people yeah. who can't. Obviously, Diablo 4, <laughs> I don't know... Anything accessible no, to that. Forza, usually, there's a lot of fucking to do with that. Hyper Rush, I can't remember too much off the top of my head. I mean, it was the start of the year, wasn't it, that came out? So, I can't remember it's too much. It's for us because it's something that we don't really need. But yeah, it's something we don't really focus on. So, we just kind of just give it to the games that we, we like. <laughs> so, so, Marvel Spider-Man 2, I'll give it to that. 
Right, okay. Best performance. So we've got Ben Starr, Final Fantasy. I think he won it at the the Golden Joystick Award. So you got Cameron Monaghan, Star Wars... Yeah, I was going to say Jar Wars. <laughs> Star Wars oh. Jedi Survivor. Idris Elba, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, Malayne Libert, Alan Mike 2. Neil Newborn, Baldur's Gate 3. He's the guy who voices Stereo, I believe. And Some Yuri Lone for Marvel Spider-Man 2. Uh, I'm going to give it to Yuri for Spider-Man 2 just because... I, I think Cameron Monaghan does a good job in Star Wars. Don't get me wrong, I really enjoyed his performance in both Star Wars games. Obviously, I've not heard Ben. I've not heard Ben Star for Final Fantasy. I've not heard it just out. Obviously, I know it just out his voice, but I don't know his performance in Phantom Liberty. I've heard it's supposed to be really good. Uh, obviously, Melanie the Bird. I've not played Animal Mike too. I've not seen much debate, so I don't really know who she's playing in it. Obviously, Neil Newborn. It's a good show because he does a good job as Asterian. Uh, and out of all of them, he's probably the only one you can actually shag in uh, your gameplay <laughs> or get fucked by, depending on. Uh, methods but i'm gonna get to yuri for spider-man because i think as he did a good job in the first game obviously voicing spider-man as he did a good, good job in miles Morales, but he passed it on to more miles his actor to play i know in the golden joystick both are up for this award but i'm guessing they just chose the one for this yeah which is i think was it last year i think it was there was actually both wasn't both kratos and trace last year yeah so that was a rare one where obviously you had both actors from the game up Whereas this, obviously, they've gone for kind of one from each game, which is a kind of a bit nicer. So that... What are you doing next to me? Uh, so, yeah, obviously, I feel like if if I wasn't going to give it to Spider-Man, it'd probably be your balls for a Jedi Survivor. But as I say, I, I feel like for the, obviously, the fact that it's not just him as good Peter, like he has the moment where he goes full evil Peter, which is really well done. I'm. I'm. Then again, I'm guessing it's just because it just sounds like Tony Todd in general. I'm guessing that's probably why a uh, Venom voice actor's not on there because it's just Tony Todd in general. It is just his normal voice, pretty much. That and he's not in it as much as all these. I'm guessing these are all fucking like main carries of every single fucking one. But yeah, for me, it's gonna be you. Who are you going for? I can balls get three. I don't know. obviously. I reckon it, it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't win because I say I heard it, some really good stuff about. He's the most famous face on there. Pretty much. Obviously, in terms of video game wise, I think obviously Yuri's probably a bit more famous. And Hayden said Ben 10, yes, because he was the voice of Ben 10. <coughs> right, okay, it's so best audio design. Animal Mike 2, Dead Space, High Fight Rush, Marvel Spider Man 2, Resident Evil 4. Uh, not played Animal Mike 2 or Dead Space, I don't have a fucking clue about their audio designs. High Fight Rush, I can't remember too much. It had some decent audio. Resident Evil 4, decent audio, but I said to you, just for the the utilisation of uh, the fucking con- PS5 controller, it'd be Spider-Man 2 for me. I'm it, just going to go with Evil against anyone that I've really played, so... Because obviously, the recognisable, the best in-game audio and sound design. Obviously, Resident Evil 4 has got the fucking, some very spooky-ass fucking in-game audio and uh, sound design. I've had Rush has got some very funky audio. Obviously, Spider-Man 2 is very much same as Spider-Man 1, but there's a lo- obviously a lot more with the controller. But yeah, so I don't know much about Dead Space 2 or Alan Mike 2 to actually... Dead Space and Alan Mike 2 to actually fucking comment on their sound designs or audio designs. I think Spider-Man probably picked this one up, but I've gone Resident Evil Cinema and I've played. I can't give it to someone I've never touched yeah. before. 
Right, best score in music. I'm I'm surprised Spider Man is not up for this. I was very surprised. I, I was listening to some of its music the other day, and I was like, some, like, especially when it goes like the Craven sort of stuff in the Venom soundtrack. Like, it's really fucking good. You fucking plug your headphones in. It was plugged in. It fucking wasn't. I could hear it fucking it playing. So uh, but yeah, I was very surprised when I saw this that it wasn't up for it. I was like, oh, that's a shock. But anyway, Adam, I, I, obviously, obviously, Baldur's Gate is very. What is it? Orchestral, same as Final yeah. Fantasy, and so is Legend of Zelda. It's, they're, so it's normally big orchestral ones I get on here. Same as last year, pretty sure Elden Ring was on here. That's yeah, very but, uh, fucking Spider-Man 2 is. It's like a normal No, then. So you've got Mike 2, Balls Gate 3, Final Fantasy, Hyper Rush, and Legend of Zelda. I've only heard of Hyper Rushes in Balls Gate 3. Uh, I did like Hyper Rush's fucking music and soundtrack. I just vote for Final Fantasy just because I know it always has good soundtracks. And Baldur's Gate 3, I can't even remember. I've, li- I've played it and I can't remember a single song from the They're game. Very, very They're similar very to each other. They're very generic. Hey, hey, come on, come on. You, you, remember, you remember one song. Down, down, down by the river. <laughs> what? That song, that, you remember that one, the Down by the River one? That's always the fucking... Uh, I remember. When you boot the game up. You constantly commented on the fact that you constantly you kept hearing it constantly. Looks like it shows you how much you played that game. I'm going to go Hi-Fi Rush. I just feel like it had a really good score. But It's been a while since I last played fucking Baldur's Gate. It won't surprise me for Zelda. Yeah, Zelda's probably got decent music. Mario, uh, Nintendo games normally have really yeah. good music. Right, best art direction. Alan Mike 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Life of P, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Again, I'm going to go with uh, Hi-Fi Rush for this one. I'm going Alan Mike. Just because of the actual... Everything mixing together looks fucking great. I actually want to play it just for the actual design of the game. Between those two for me, but I'm going to give it to the one I've actually played, which is Hi-Fi Rush, because it was a really well-designed game. The art art is... I mean, it's all art. It's not like... uh, Whereas Alan Mike 2 is basically... Um, digital, like in terms of like just a, you're in the mill type game. This is a very more artsy farty type game, which is unusual. That I really enjoyed that type of game. I'm gonna give it to Hive a Rush for that one. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if fuck it. then again, it wouldn't surprise me if Zelda doesn't win or won the Mario one. Oh, the, and Nintendo's got the biggest chance here. There's two Nintendo games up for it. It wouldn't surprise me, but yeah, I get what you're saying with uh, the Alan Wake 2 one, it is very. The, the combination of live actions digital is really good but is this just more focused on the, the, the digital side of the live action side as well I'm not too sure anyway we're almost done best narrative Alan Mike 2 Balls Gate 3 Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty Final Fantasy and Marvel Spider-Man 2 again <laughs> it, it, between Balls Gate 3 and Spider-Man 2 for me but it's going to be Spider-Man 2 the, the, the story in that was just so fucking good it has to be but I do love that, obviously, with uh, Balls Gate 3, it wouldn't surprise me if that doesn't win it, just for the fact there's so many different options. There's no you. way Baldur's Gate doesn't win this one. There's so many different options, but in terms of single story, like as in like from start to finish, not all the side quests, just the single main campaign, for me, it's Spider-Man 2. But if, if you add all the side quests and everything, it'd probably be Baldur's Gate 3 for me. Because there's that much you can do. There's that many ways of retelling the narrative. 
it would be that for me. But if you're going for a single story-based structure, it'd be Spider-Man 2. But I do think, but it wouldn't surprise me if Baldur's 3 doesn't win. But as I say, I've not played, I've not really seen the story for the new Phantom Liberty. Not seen Final Fantasy. I've not seen too much about Alan Wake 2. But I feel, I've, I've, I say, I agree with you. I feel like Baldur's Gate 3 more than likely would take it. But personally, I would love Spider-Man 2 to take it because I just love the story. I'm guessing you've gone for Baldur's Gate 3 on that one. Yeah, 100%. Uh, okay, so best game direction. So awards for outstanding creative vision, innovation in game direction and design. So you've got Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Legends of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, there's only one obvious choice that actually changed it, the way gaming's been looked at this year, and that has to be fucking Baldur's Gate. It literally changed how games, people was looking at games, being like, oh, you can't just make a game like this, you have to have a single story, and then they came out and was just like, yeah, we've just t- totally revamped everything, and the game designer's like, oh, we can't hold games to this standard, this is insane. See, I feel, see, Dial of Spider-Man 2, and obviously, it's, it's basically Spider-Man 1 with a few additional features like obviously the symbiote stuff and obviously whatnot. but I agree with you and the balls get free thing but Alan Wake 2 has got to be a good show as well Maybe yeah Alan Wake 2 I think did, creative vision uh, yeah I think the, the use of like real life live action scenes and stuff is really interesting but I think where it had the most impact has to be Baldur's Gate. I mean, look at all developers that came out and was like, we can't follow this game. Don't expect game developers to make games this good and big. It's not going to be, it's not possible. So what it is. Cause so, I, I definitely think it's between those two, but I'm going to go Baldur's Gate 3 because that's the one I played. Like I say, I like Spider-Man 2, but just like fucking obviously the Zelda game, it's just basically, the, the, it's literally just an updated version of the previous game. There's not much to, more to it. Obviously, Alan Wake 2, it's definitely a big step up from the first one. If, you, if you've ever seen any gameplay from the first one, it's a massive step up. Um, obviously, Baldur's Gate 3, they say itself, it's like a massive fucking thing for the gaming industry. They say a lot of fucking other developers come out saying, we can't fucking do this. It's like, don't expect us to make a game like this good. It's just that well done. So yeah, I, I feel like Baldur's Gate 3 will take it, but I think Alan Wake 2 is definitely a dark horse in this category. Um... <laughs> Well, he's the big one, isn't it? Game of the year. See, yeah. As, uh, as I say, Alan Wake 2, not seen anything really much about it, so I can't really say anything. I think we both said the only two we've really played is Balls Get Free and Resident Evil 4. Obviously, I've played Spider-Man 2 as well. So obviously, we can, we're going to probably wipe off Alan Wake 2. We'll wipe off Resident Evil 4. And we'll wipe off, I'm guessing, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Yeah, I think Spider Man's not really got a, a run in nah, here as, as big as he was out of the two. But I, see, know I, that's what I said to you. I said to you, obviously, recently, I've, at the moment, obviously, in terms of story, Spider Man 2 for me takes it over Baldur's Gate 3 for the main narrative. Um, that's not including side quests, that's the main story. It just it hit everything. It was just everything I wanted from a Marvel Spider Man game. It just was outstanding. But the lack of New Game Plus and the lack of replayability in terms of the fact that. Obviously, with Spider-Man, even the last two, obviously Miles Morales and the first Spider-Man, one of the big things was the suits. And obviously, New Game Plus adds the aspect of, I can replay the game in, I don't know, like I said, Spider-Man Noir, I can replay the game in the Spider-Man Noir outfit or the 2099 outfit. Whereas Spider-Man 2, at the moment, doesn't have New Game Plus. So you want to replay it, you've got to grind and earn those suits again. Which, I mean, you, you, you can agree with me, that's a pain in the ass. Yeah, that bit. Like for example, um, there's a suit you can get towards the end of the game, which is a Carnage-inspired suit for Miles. I think it is off the top of my head. 
Say for, say, for example, that was my favourite suit in the game. I can't remember which one it is off the top of my head, which is my favourite suit. But say, for mm. example, that was my favourite suit. You're telling me I can't play with that suit until basically pretty much like the end. end of the game, which, you know, is a bit, it's a bit shit. So until New Game Plus comes out, Ball's Gate 3 for me, just top Spider-Man 2, in terms of replayability factor. Because that's what you want to look at sometimes in games. Obviously, yes, games and narratives you can look at and... Obviously, compare and I say for me the Spider-Man Two main story is better than Baldur's Gate Three main story, um, but sometimes you also have to look at replayability factor. Like if you want to sit for a game again, and I say without New Game Plus at the moment, Spider-Man Two, you got to grind and do everything. You got to collect all your gadgets. You got to do everything over and over again. I feel like a game like Baldur's Gate Three, it's fine because you can do a different story. If you know what I mean, so you can literally, yeah, you can go. Oh, this certain set of armor I like. Uh, you can't get it till late in the game, but that's fine because you're doing a different path anyway. Like, for example, just to get out of Act 1, you can get two paths out of Act 1. You can go one way, you can go the other way. Like, that, that that's crazy that a game can allow you these different paths, obviously, on this scale of a game. So I feel like, at the moment, it'd be balls get through. But I mean, even on top of that, the, just the overall of the game, what it's done for the gaming community has to be Baldur's Gate 3. I mean, obviously, I've not played Alan Wake 2, but I don't think it's like, this massive thing that's going to change how gaming is. And out of all of them on the list, like I said, Baldur's Gate's the only one that I've seen other developers and other games come out and, and actually praise another game for how much it's innovated the scene. And obviously, at the same time, you get told we can't keep up with this game, which is, is crazy to me because I feel like after it released in early access, I don't know, oh, and, and it did so well, I'm surprised other AAA studios haven't gone, mm. oh, we should release in early access as well. So but, I, think, um, I, think, I, yeah. think, I think we're both admitting, obviously this battle is between, I think most people admit this battle is between Baldur's Gate 3 and Zelda. If you look at critical, so like critical standpoint, they're basically the same level. Uh, I think next up, I want to say Resident Evil 4 is next in terms of ranking, in terms of critically. Then it's a joint uh, between Spider-Man and Mario. And then last, Alan Wake. That is obviously the least highest rated one out of all of them. Um, but yeah, I feel like Baldur's Gate sh- should, realistically, it should take it. Because Zelda, just like Spider-Man 2, it's just the same as the first one in terms of everything about it. Yeah, it might have a different narrative, but it's basically the same game. Um Whereas Balls Get Free is something completely different. Yeah, it's been in early access for a while, but as you said, you played a bit of the early access, how much it changed going into the actual main release. It was like so drastic, it's so massive, how big it did for the gaming community. That's why I feel like that should take it and will take it. And I say, at the moment, uh, it will just top Spider-Man 2 until the release new game plus for that game and I can replay it, utilising everything I've already earned. Like Until that's released... Because, I mean, you know yourself, most fucking story games, New Game Plus is, is a big deal for a lot of story-based games, especially ones where you got to collect stuff throughout. Like, because if you want to replay the story because you really enjoy it, like I do with the Spider-Man one, I want to replay it in my own way rather than replaying it with the same fucking, the same pace of the first time I played it. So, as I say, at the moment, balls get free, we'll top it, but by the time we possibly do our end-of-year rank, uh, awards that we might be doing this year, it might be Spider-Man 2 by that point because it, hopefully they'll release New Game Plus by then. But for now, Bald Escape 3. It's the one I put more hours into as well, I believe. I feel like when you put more hours into a game, that kind of shows how good a game it is when you can put so many hours into it. I mean, I feel like anything else wins on this list. 
it's been robbed. And yeah. I don't think I don't think Zelda should have been even near as high as Ballsgate this year. Ballsgate command just did something crazy and Zelda just did the same map with a few extra added bits and, and it got ranked so high. And I understand why it got ranked high because every fucking almost yeah. every Zelda and Nintendo game lately gets ranked high. But say I feel like if Zelda came out on modern hardware and not fucking Nintendo Switch hardware, it would have had more of a fight in my books, but it just, I can't... That's, see, that's what I mean. Doing this. I feel like any other year, any of these games could walk out of a win. Any other year. It, the, these games would probably be the top choices over a lot of other ones if there's no bigger candidates. Um, Like, for example, um, the 20... Obviously, what you stated is like a, a weird year, the 2021 year. Obviously, um, it takes two one. I feel like that year, any of these games could have probably walked out over it takes two. Like I don't, it was like, a it was a weird year for game. Like I say, not a lot of stuff came out. Came out, whereas this year has been so huge. much. I mean, you can see there. That that's not even all the games that have come out. I mean, as we've gone through all these ones, you've had like Forza, you've had Star Wars. Like, there's been that many fucking big games that I pretty missed out on this. I feel, I think is I feel like if fucking Star Wars had come out and not been busted as ass as it was when it first came out, it could have probably stood a chance of being up here because it was a really good game. But I think because obviously the fact it came out pretty much broken, I think that's what's hindered. I think that's what hinders some games when, if they come out broken, I feel, like, quite broken. Because I, I know Spider Man Two had some issues, but not your foot kind of broken. Like say like Cyberpunk when that came out, obviously that didn't come out broken. It probably would have stood a chance of being nominated for a Game of the Year award. But it come out broken as ass, so it was never going to be nominated for a big, the biggest of awards. But yeah, I just feel like any other year, any of these games could take it. But I feel like this year, as you say, if Baldur's Three didn't take it, it's been robbed. But if Spider-Man Two does uh, somehow surprise me and win it, then I'll be like, whoa! <laughs> That's the only other... that and Resident Evil, the only other ones that I would like to win if it wasn't Baldur's Three. Are the only other two that I would like to actually come out and win because. Those the other two I had really a good time with this year. But yeah. I feel like that sums up. That's 31. We've done all 31. We both agreed this year on the game of the year. We've got to come back now and we've got to find out how many we got right. With, with, uh, well, if you if you at some point jot down all you the ones you voted for, I'll do the same. And obviously when it comes to it, we'll both compare it when it actually gets revealed. Well, we got the list. I mean, I've, I've logged in and done it. So when we go back, if we come back and just click on, we should be able to go through them all anyway. Like we've done, we could do the same format as this. We go through them and see which ones we got right. What and ones we got and wrong. If, we, if we agree on it or not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's an easy enough podcast to do. Yeah, we'll do that. It's like, it's like trying to think of another topic for that uh, episode. <laughs> just fucking go back through and uh, see, see who's the victim between me and you who, who voted the right the right amount right and who voted the right amount wrong been an interesting one but yeah I was on let me uh, get big cams back up for a minute ding 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 there we go yeah I mean that pretty much the last 10 minutes so uh... Uh, pretty <laughs> much uh, that's pretty much it yeah. uh, put in the comments below who you think deserves game of the year and obviously if you've done this as well uh, as we've done Put all them in the comments. Put all your, basically, who you voted for for each category. Obviously, put the category so we know which one you're on about uh, next to it. Put all them in the comments below and just we'll see how different your opinions are to ours. Um, obviously, you can check out our previous years, ones where we've spoke about. the Obviously, the same format over the last two years. That You can check them out. I'll put them in the links below. 
Uh, you can check out all our other podcasts on Spotify, our podcast, Audible, etc., etc., etc. I think that pretty much sums that up for today. Yes. Nice, uh, nice longer true. one because we have to go through everything. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we we hope you enjoyed and hopefully we shall see you next time. Goodbye. Peace out, man.